Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci. And Scott Jans. This is episode 90, A Hostel in the Forest. We are now on Patreon.com. If you'd like to support Trust the Trail podcast, please check out our Patreon.com Trust the Trail site. Starting in February, we are now sharing even more podcasts and videos for our patrons. Plus, you can always receive our podcasts early before it hits iTunes or any of the other podcatchers. We have a upcoming events on our TrustTheTrailPodcast.com website. Oh, so you got to check them out. Please check out some events. We've already sold out the Backpacking Bootcamp class in February. I'm about to teach backpacking boot camp in Arizona in two weeks. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and so uh, we're really excited about the events coming up. Plus, we've just announced a new trail ambassador program. Um, those That program is for you, our podcast listeners. So you can, if you've got like your favorite piece of gear, your favorite trail, your experience on a trail, you just bought a piece of gear and you're like, oh my God, this rocks it. And you want to tell the world about it. This is your chance to go to our Trail Ambassador page. It's on our website, trustthetrailpodcast.com. And you can record a five-minute recording and we're going to put you on our podcast. So we want to hear from you guys. So that's our Trail Ambassador program that is up and running right now. On this episode, we share with you a sanctuary in the forest for both weary travelers and long-distance thru-hikers to find rest. A place that connects you to your experiences on the trail, trail, keeping you grounded and quite effectively detoxing you from one reality to the next. Appalachian Trail southbounders may have met their final footing here where you may just find the theory of the six degrees of separation is very real and present in a unique way. And by the way, you can always join in on our discussion on the Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and definitely join in on our podcast family. It's a blast. Come hang with us and be part of our community. We can't even tell you how much we enjoy. Love that group. Absolutely. So the Hostel in the Forest. Hostel in the Forest, Brunswick, Georgia. I Had I known about the hostel when I did my through hike. You probably would have started in Maine and gone down. Oh my God, what a beautiful place. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And when we say sanctuary, it is definitely a sanctuary of an experience. It's it's not just coordinates on a map, but it's you know, it's so much more. It's it's located in Brunswick, Georgia. So South Bounders, we are giving you a huge tip here. <laughs> yeah, huge tip. <laughs> huge tip. Um, there's for, so much hiking around this area anyway. I mean, there's not only hiking, there's backpacking. You've got the Cumberland National Seashore, which is right down the street. Um, I mean, talk about an epic backpacking trip. One of the best campsites really down there that we've ever stayed at yeah um to, if it i mean it depends if you want to see dolphins and uh manatees and then wild, wild horses horses run through your camp yeah. at seven o'clock in the morning eh, it might be kind of cool but but you know you could take it or leave it <laughs> take it or leave it um and so then you've got jekyll island which is crazy crazy beautiful they've got a place called driftwood beach where 
yes, that's where driftwood comes to <laughs> comes to collect. <laughs> And it's gigantic driftwood. It's they have a huge meet up. They driftwood. They have a meetup group. You have a meetup group. Of course they do. Of course they do. Come hang with us on our beach. <laughs> um, we and, have visitors. And daily. so then right down the street after you're all that hiking and backpacking and enjoy enjoyment, there's a little place called the Hostel in the Forest. And it is a just um it it's just a different place. Of course, it was built in the 70s. Of course, it was. It was established <laughs> in the 70s. And it looks kind of <laughs> like when you drive up, you're like, oh, my God, I'm in the Hobbit movie. Uh, I wouldn't have said that. But so it has a very 70s vibe to it. It's got for the sure. dome, the geodesic so, dome buildings. So to back up and explain a little bit, um, the Hostel in the Forest is is a center that has been established and essentially it promotes and teaches environmental um, sustainability. Um, it, it serves as like almost a spiritual retreat, even though it doesn't focus on any particular religion or, you know, um, any devotion to any one said belief out there. But it's, it's all about hands-on approach, teachings, sustainability and lifestyle um, it has daily activities um, that consist of building, organic gardening, uh, education. Um, it pretty much is all about ecological, social, spiritual, economical, and just based out of like the human need to look into our future and and move forward from there and it's it's a very sustainable place it, it completely encourages the the education and the practice of this but to its core <laughs> built in the 70s um and you know the 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 individual that has established and and hand built this he lives on there in the weekends and he still is a very active participant in in making this culture what it is the hostel in the forest has a very unique look and a vibe it is in the forest it is literally a hostel in a forest of in a swamp forest in a swamp forest and it is complete this space is so unique it's 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 like you have this lush palms that just completely oh, engulf oh, you oh it's yeah it's you absolutely have beautiful live oak that has you know moss just dried moss just hanging from it it just it has palmettos it has pine it has everything birds every possible living creature that you can think about and tree houses and tree houses oh do we forget to say that it is kind of like hobbit land I it guess. is i'm telling you but so the hostel has this um unique vibe to it it has a very unique look to it you probably are going to walk up to it and go oh my gosh i have just entered hippie land but it but or you're from, in an episode of lost and one you're in the, the dharma project without the ocean <laughs> yeah, right nearby right right, right. but the hostel has this like very comfortable environment to me when we first when we first approached the hostel not visually but the feeling that i got i 
I very much felt like I was on the trail again. I was surrounded, immediately surrounded by people that I would have met on the trail. Yeah, very like-minded uh, community there. And that's the biggest thing that the hostel provides. It's a, it's a very community setting. It is really no different than a hostel that you would come across to on the Appalachian Trail if you are through hiking. The difference is, is that it's not on the Appalachian Trail and it's its own entity of in itself. So on a, in a hostel on the, on the AT, you would get everyone hiking the AT. But in this hostel, you get people, hey, yeah, I decided to uh, ride my bike across the country. I decided to walk across the country. I decided to do this or I'm going to go uh, next month and pick up all the litter on the Florida beaches and walk the entire perimeter of Florida. It it, has- it's you, you, it's a crazy vibe and you get all these people from all over the world that have decided that, hey, I need a break from, you know, travel or from my, my, uh, my gig and I'm going to stay at the hostel. And it's, it's a great community of people that you meet. Yeah, I would say that I have never met more like-minded individuals anywhere else in any of my travels. And I've traveled far and wide, but it, it, it's the trail and the hostel are so similar in regards to who you meet. A lot of backpackers, and I hear this all the time from our community, I hear it from um, individuals that have hiked before, I like the people I meet on the trail because I connect with them. I like the people that I meet on the trail because they have a purpose, they're not self-absorbed, they have a broader intention, and the hostel is that place, but just on steroids essentially yeah yeah absolutely and and the cool thing about it is that it 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 slows you down right away it slows you down so the thing that you're encouraged to do is when you get to the hostel when you get out of your car you take your shoes off and that's it you don't put your shoes back on until you get back in your car and you're leaving the hostel (laughs) that's a cool to me that's kind of cool well i don't know that it's actually established as like a it's not a rule but but yeah they suggest that and they say you know like relax and even to get even and then in fact they want you to slow down so much driving to the hostel (laughs) you're forced to go two miles per hour (laughs) to get (laughs) like there are some forest roads in georgia that are better than this road to get in but that's what that's the beauty of it it automatically slows you down so we take off our shoes we walk the whole time barefoot and then when you go and you get your tree house it's all screened in there's no windows it's all screened so you're still sleeping outdoors but in in a tree house and in southern Georgia, you definitely don't want to mess with those mosquitoes. No, no, there's some mosquitoes down there I'll carry away for sure. <laughs> but that that's the thing. It's all outdoors. The bathrooms are all outdoors. Um, they are compost-friendly um, outhouses. They uh, Some of them have a pumping system, They but they're all compost. The shower, outdoors. The bathtub, outdoors. And if you go to the hostel... I highly encourage you to take a bath, a hot bath, because they have hot water, at night. It is the most exhilarating 
man, there's nothing like taking a hot bath at night and getting out with a crisp, a crisp air. Um, it's just so, so reinvigorating. And that's one of the things that the hostel does. It like, it, 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 um, you know, it just, the outdoors, you connect with an out, you connect to the outdoors in a different way. Even after you've been backpacking or hiking a long distance and, you know, you've been going, you know, when you're off the trail, you're taking a day off, you're going indoors, usually, you know, at a motel and, you know, blah, blah, blah to get off the trail. But with a hostel, it's like all of those amenities are still outdoors. And that's the cool thing about it. Yeah, you may have, um, if you have been a longtime listener, you may have already heard about the detail of the hostel in the forest from our um, barefoot backpacking uh bliss or bust episode uh, quite a while ago um that was this this is the location that had inspired the entire barefoot backpacking uh trip that we took um but the the hostel just has this um this way of slowing you down in a very in a very uh, short amount of time, uh, more so than you would experience on the trail, but slowing you down to that that feeling that you have when you're backpacking for multiple days on end. Um, you know, the feeling is perpetuated that much quicker when you end up doing a, a long distance hike. And you, our experiences at the hostel, this has been our sixth time now. You may wonder what inspired this, but we had a recent trip down there um, just for a little quick getaway, just something to ease the pressure of 2018 coming to a close. And the hostel has this way of connecting us to the trail without being on the trail. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It does. And that's the cool thing about, um, I, I, I feel that that's the, the really coolest thing about us outdoor crazy people that just love the outdoors and we go <laughs> backpacking in the rain and we go camping in the rain and we go camping in the snow and the cold it's that one thing that connects all of us is that when we meet another crazy person, we're like, oh, my God. And, then of course, then the gear comes out. What are you? You know, you know, then you start talking. But on this trip, which was really cool because, you know, we went out there and you were headed south. So, you know, geographical ways we're leaving the Appalachian Trail. We're, we're driving farther away from it. And. Here we go. We walk into the hostel. We were we're kind of getting ready, and we start talking. And uh, um, someone asks, you know, what do you guys do? And we're like, well, you know, we do a podcast. We do this, and we hike the Appalachian Trail. And they're like, oh. And you and you think that what you have to say is so insignificant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're talking to stranger, right? And so you're you're they're trying to figure out who you are. You're you're introducing yourselves to them, and and they're like, oh, well, the manager. Well, she hiked the Appalachian Trail last year. And we're like, what? The manager? And she's like, yeah. We're like, well, well, what's her name? And so she <laughs> she introduces her as her real name. Well, we come to find out that the manager 
of the hostel in the force is Mama Cluck. You guys may have heard about Mama Cluck from last year's uh, class of class of, of the Appalachian Trail. Uh, she actually um, befriended a rooster named Mason. Uh, many of you who follow Appalachian Trail detail may have already heard of her. Uh, but she pretty much walked with a rooster 40 miles on the Appalachian Trail and became quite the celebrity. Um, but has also connected um, her hike with uh, others that we have hiked with. Well, that's the crazy thing. So as so Heather comes out and like Mama Clark <laughs> and <laughs> she's like, <laughs> yeah, so I hiked it last year. You know, we're like, yeah, Ariane did like 300 miles last year. And she was, well, I don't know if we hiked with the same people. Now, Mama Cluck was a southbounder. And so she was hiking south to Georgia. And so she was, well, I hiked with a few people like the Black Alachian. And I don't know. And, and Ariane goes, I, he's a, fr he's a friend of ours. Daniel's a friend of ours. I hiked with him on my hike. And we're like, what, what, what? <laughs> and this big, huge connection all of a sudden just materialized that you know only the trail can give you only the trail whether it's pacific crest trail the continental divide trail the appalachian trail only if you've done a long distance hike of any proportion 100 miles 200 miles 500 miles it makes no difference when it's it's like all of a sudden that six degrees of separation becomes so it's it's so apparent and so we just sat there and we're like, oh my God, you know this person? Yeah, I know that person. You know, I hiked with that person. And it was just, it was such a great um, way to connect with another through hiker. Yeah, I mean, I think that most people that hike in general do connect to very similar minded people. And you have. I know any time that I'm out on the trail for any long duration of time, you know, five days plus, I have this like necessity to surround myself with people that I've met on the trail or people that understand the trail vibe, understand the, the calmness, uh, the serenity, the quietness, you know, the benefit that you receive by being out there and hiking. And there's this idea that, you know, trail people, in a sense, are kind of the people to hang around because they're not self-absorbed. They're not caught up in the uh, chaos and the, uh, you know, intensity that exists in our everyday society. And it's, it's a nice breather from all of it. And so... We get there not expecting a soul from the Appalachian Trail. And yet, here we are discussing everything to do with not only the Appalachian Trail, but through hiking and what's up next and all the different trails that everybody has been on and 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 exploring the idea to those who have never even heard of the Appalachian Trail. And it became this this enormous topic that, that kind of... Um, 
it became bigger than thou in a sense (laughs) over the course of you know the four days that we were there and it was it, it the six degrees of separation were just like so apparent and everybody that we knew that knew somebody else that they knew that knew somebody and it just like kept perpetuating into this like huge snowball of uh of uh a connection and it's 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 just so funny because you find a connection to the trail in the most unique ways i wonder if one of the some of the chickens that roam around the hostel were i wonder if they actually knew we're the related rooster. to mason yeah i wonder if they knew wouldn't that be crazy i'm pretty sure somewhere in their lineage that it exists that would be nuts you know and um we decided to do a podcast of off of our most recent experience being the first one of the new year. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, but all about connections. Uh, we all seek connections. And at the beginning of the new year, you're always looking for a way to reconnect to goals or reconnect to people, individuals, family, friends, uh, you, you know, yourself internally, physically, emotionally, whatever it is. Everybody has resolutions out there and coming off of something so apparent as to like reconnecting us back to, you know, a life that we live in the most unexpected of ways. Well, the crazy thing about that, as we're talking to Mama Cluck, <laughs> she we have one one of our favorite uh, people that are the, that are at the hostel quite often is a guy named Pops. And we like Pops. He, you know, he he lives in Florida, but he he works a lot at the hostel in the forest um, um, as one of the staff members, volunteer. He comes out to help all the time. Um, we we helped him plant a garden last year. Really super nice, crazy guy. And so we mentioned like, so does Pops still come around? Does is he still? And so Mama Clug, Heather goes, oh, yeah, well, he's up north in Georgia getting ready to hike the Appalachian Trail. And we're like, what? So it, it was just another connection of somebody that we knew that now is going to go hike the AT. So we're hoping to try to connect with Pops in March um, as he starts his journey um, on the AT. Second journey. Second time on the AT, by the way. So we're hoping to connect him. We're thinking about um, trying to figure out how we can jump out of the woods and just like give him a bear hug or, or something like that on the trail. Um, logistics may be hard on the AT to do that, but he's out there. Uh, he's getting ready to uh, go. So um, so we're really super excited that the hostel in the forest has been able to you know like make these connections for us, and it's it's that way all the time. It's always like that down there. And uh, just to be able to to kind of slow down. And so I think one of the things that, you know, we we talk about a lot and we get a lot of questions about this is that when you are through hiking or doing a long distance trail, how do you cope with getting off the trail? Like, you know, how do you how do you go from living this nomadic life on the trail, this free life, kind of just being a little transient for a little bit on the trail on your through hike, and then all of a sudden you're off? 
you're done. Well, one of the things that we would suggest and recommend is go down to the hostel in the forest, especially for those people that are hiking south and getting to Georgia because the hostel gives you everything that you need to um, adapt back into society in a very, very slow, calming uh, way. One of the things that the hostel provides is you know, you can stay in a bunkhouse if you're used to sleeping in the bunkhouse. <laughs> By that time, you probably are. Um, but if you wanted to bring your a friend or a family down there, you can a treehouse and just unwind. You're still sleeping outside. You get the benefits of, of going inside a community kitchen and maybe making yourself breakfast or maybe going if it's a chilly night and sitting by one of the wood-burning stoves that they have indoors. Or maybe you can go into one of the other geodesic domes, which is called the library, and maybe just sit in a quiet spot and read a book. Going outside, hitting they have a little, they have some hiking trails out there. Maybe just by yourself. It is a great way to come back into reality, and in a very very slow slow way. Because we hear a lot about trail depression from through hikers and I, I don't think we've done an episode on that yet um, we would like to do that and I, I would imagine that one of the things that we would suggest is going down to the hostel after a long distance hike yeah I mean I, w- I would definitely I would definitely suggest it especially for those southbounders that are already making their way back south um, it by far well beat the blues by saying (laughs) you know I would actually even suggest those of you coming to Georgia from afar perhaps if you can find your way down south before going back up north into the North Georgia mountains and spent a few days down at the hostel in the forest in Brunswick Georgia it is One of those experiences that are going to connect you to the trail that you're about to embark upon, Um, not just for southbounders, but for northbounders too. You have the ability to kind of get your body and mind in gear, you know, prepared for what's to come. Um, You know, you're in the elements, you're with the culture and the like-minded individuals that you know you're about to immerse yourself in um it it really is it really is a good experience to be able to kind of gain some insight some some focused attention on what you're about to do I've seen so many people in the past jump straight from the car to the trail which is essentially what you have to do but there's so much excitement and nervousness and anticipation about this hike that's lasting up to six months and there's not enough calm space before going out there and i and i think a lot of time the expectation is what is is in your mind is just so amped up that when you get onto the trail it's it it often becomes like this um this oh my god i i hadn't quite anticipated this well i agree i mean i think that you hit on a good point so i think that if i 
had known about the hostel um, in 2003, I would have probably gone there before my hike and I would have gone there after my hike. Um, before my hike, because that's me. I mean, I literally walked out of the house in Chicago, drove down to Amicalola, and someone pushed me out of a car and said, okay, see you later. And I, I don't think... Um, because the, because a long distance hike is so mentally challenging, I think sometimes that we don't give ourselves enough time to adapt to our environment. So it would have been really cool to be able to sleep outside for three or four days in a real quiet place and have a community, you know, say, man, you're going to go hike the AT. Good luck. And, you know, like may, maybe, yeah, give you support and, you know, the cool thing about the hostel is, um, you know, you get the dinner and everyone does like a, this gratitude circle and it's really cool. And I think that would have really kind of a, made me more adaptable to the culture too, the trail culture and um, said, yeah, oh, this is really cool, man. There's a lot of people that are kind of living nomadic and it, it just would have helped. And then I think after the trail too, is that, you know, you are so, um, it's just so weird after you get off the trail to, to calm down. And then you're kind of like glad you're done, but then you're depressed that you're done. <laughs> and then you don't know what to do. Like, now what? You know, like, I want to go hike another trail. But then, like, you swore up and down I would never hike another trail again. And you're in a conundrum. It is a conundrum. <laughs> and I think the hostel, what that does is that um, it, it lets you kind of, like, th go through that – your you know, that process in your mind of like, okay, let's slow down for a minute. I got a lot of time to make a lot of big decisions. And in the meantime, I'm going to walk barefoot and I'm going to go swim in a lake and, or I'm just going to go, you know, have some quiet time and listen to the, the sounds of the forest in my tree house. You know, I, yeah. I think it's, uh, I think an adjustment period. Which is almost necessary when you come off of a long-distance hike, whether it's the completion of the Appalachian Trail, um, the beginning of it, or just any portion thereof. Um, so those of you who find your way into southern Georgia, it is a really good stop. And we highly suggest it as a pro tip, but also more so as from, you know, just steep from experience something that we firmly believe is very like-minded to trail um, individuals that that want to immerse themselves in the culture and the idea behind the trail and 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 essentially what it connects the when you hike the trail similar things that it connects you to um, you will find at the hostel in the forest so yeah take a look at it and i love our trail community the thing is is that you know um you, you know you, you you through hike with somebody you know you see him again and that connection is just so so strong you know like you know the people we've met on the trail over the years you know that connection is just so strong and it's um it it's just everlasting and that's the beauty of you know what we do as backpackers and as outdoor enthusiasts when we're out there like we we form these tribes and these communities and places and people that we've met and they just last forever it, it's just an experience um you know uh, my favorite time at the hostel was 
you know, everyone had gone to bed early and it was uh, myself and Mama Cluck just talking about the Appalachian Trail and our experiences. And, you know, it, that's just, just great. It's a great thing that you're able to do, whether it's a Pacific Crest Trail. It doesn't make any difference what trail you're on, but that particular trail um, tends to be has a, has a lot more uh, people hiking on it. And so um, your six degrees of separation is a lot <laughs> is a lot less. So, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year! We hope 2019 is just awesome for you. Uh, if you enjoy our podcast, please post a comment on iTunes. It really helps spread the word about our podcast, and or make a comment on any of your other favorite podcatchers. A shout out to our new Facebook members. And, of course, our patrons, Rick, Jerry, Shirley Nutt, Chuck Walsh, John Phillips, Jerry Brusa, and Suzanne Johnson. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and, of course, Radio Public, available on iOS and Android. You can also follow us on Instagram, Trust the Trail, and our Trust the Trail Facebook page. So please come out and follow. We hope that 2019 will be epic for you <laughs> epic. epic adventure we hope that we we hope to see you in on the trail in the rain in the snow with we you know the pictures that we get on our facebook community uh our group our podcast uh trust the trail podcast group no one that posts a photograph is ever not smiling I, not only are they not smiling, but they are... Big smile. The biggest smiles I've ever seen. Yeah. And they're from ear to ear, and it's just so heartwarming. I love to see. Yeah. I love and to it, see and, and those smiles aren't always in, like, sunshiny, no. bright days. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, just the fact that they're out there. Uh, we see people uh, bringing their kids out there, and it's just it is just so much fun. So, in 2019... Make it epic. And remember, be your own adventure. Be your own adventure. Go out there and be your own, your own gig. Uh, remember, the trail gives you everything you need. So trust, trust the, the trail. trail. Bye, you guys. Bye. See you later.